Happy New Year. It's 2024, y'all. It is a new year. It is a time for refreshing and reflecting and restoring and all those great R words. Um, But yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope that you had a safe and healthy um, New Year celebration. If you celebrate New Year's, I went to church and prayed in my New Year. Not like I used to do in my 20s and early 30s, but um, it's cool, right? Um, So... Yeah, I hope that you are bringing in the new year with family, with loved ones, with God more than anything. And this year, or not even this year, this podcast, I wanted to talk about some 2024 goals I have, especially when it comes to my um, relationship with God and my spiritual goals. Um, And things I want to kind of do to elevate this podcast and things I'm going to talk into existence because words have power and we're going to enter 2024 understanding that we have the ability and the power through God to put everything under submission to him. Even those intrusive thoughts, even those those um, anxious thoughts, even those words that tear us down. And so we're going to enter 2024 with that power and with that mindset and with God on our side. Um, so I'm reading this book. And it's really small. It's like, I don't know why it's taking me so long to read it, y'all. If I tell you how many pages it is, you'll laugh because I've read books way longer than this in one day. It's 32 pages. And it's called Words by Kenneth E. Hagen, H-A-G-I-N. And the premise of it, I mean, it's old. Like, he wrote this. When you read it, I feel like it's written like the 40s. But I don't know. But the premise of it is really just us understanding that words have power and um, that we have to enter into our seasons and our mindsets, understanding the power of the words that we speak over our lives, over our children's lives, over our friends' lives, over our significant others' lives, over our, our whatever lives, you know, and it kind of goes into that. So I am entering 2024 with a goal to speak more life into myself, to speak more God into myself, to speak more positivity into myself, um, and to combat those thoughts that try to tell me otherwise. Because we know those are just seeds of the enemy, and he just tries to plant them. And once he plants them, they can take root if we allow it to. And so this morning, as I was writing in my journal, I was just writing a letter to God about what I want to leave in 2023, and what I want to carry myself or carried with myself into 2024, and God gave me some words. And um, he said that there are things that you want to do. So this is an exercise for you if you want to do this. Get a journal, get a piece of paper, and literally write down what you want to enter the season with, right? I started off and said, Lord, I want to leave the waiting room of pity. Um, I want to leave the waiting room of pity, of hurt, of heartache, of sadness, of anxiety. But I want to enter a season of healing, abundance, prosperity, love, boldness, growth, obedience, discipleship, wisdom, and peace. And I wrote those words down. And the opposite of what God told me to do is, okay, what's the opposite of those words? So the opposite of healing for me is heartache. So he said healing is greater than heartache. So whenever I have a thought that comes in that reminds me of the heartache that I felt in 2023, God said, no, healing is greater than heartache. And then what do I do? I'm going to look up in the Bible 
words and verses that God has promised me about my healing. Abundance. The opposite of abundance is pity. Abundance means joy, happiness. So whenever I'm starting to feel pity and pitiful and those sorts of feelings, I'm going to say, no, abundance is greater than pity. And God has given me life and life to live more abundantly. So you see what I'm doing. I am literally taking a word of providence, a word of growth, a word that is supposed to feed my spirit and give a more life to it. Therefore, if the opposite of that word comes in, I can then come back to that opposite and that seed of deceitfulness and that seed of torment and give it a seed rooted in God, a word rooted in God, a a voice rooted in God. You know what I mean? If I think of a poverty mindset, I'm going to say no, prosperity. And I'm going to write prosperity down and say prosperity is greater than pity. And I'm going to find Bible verses that then go into prosperous living and the promises God gave us to be um, rich in wealth and rich in life. Um, Love. The opposite of love for me is pain. So whenever I start to feel pain in that area, I'm going to say love is greater than pain. And I'm going to look up Bible verses and meditate on those. So I'll encourage you to do that. I encourage you literally just to get a piece of paper, get your journal, start this year off. And you can even do the opposite of that. If you are in a place where I know I've been, where right now I'm feeling those those painful words, I'm feeling those things that are not making me feel good, write what you're feeling and then find the opposite of that. So if you're feeling anxiousness, write peace. You know, if you're feeling timid, write bold. If you're feeling heartache, write healing. You know, or you can do what I did and say, I'm entering into a season where I want to feel healed. I want to feel prosperous. I want to feel loved. I want to feel bold. And write all those words down. And then you can go and find the office and say, this word is greater than this. So I know that if I'm entering a feeling, I mean, a season of healing, that heartache may come in because the enemy is going to try to plant a seed so that you don't understand the power that you have to put anything he does into submission thanks to the blood of Jesus. And so therefore you write down that powerful word, that word that God is empowering you to feel, those feelings God is saying, you walk in this because this is who I am. You write down that word and then the opposite of it. So that way when that opposite tries to sneak its way in, you go, ah, ah, don't try to play me because I got healing through the blood of Jesus. And so, yes, a little exercise. That's one of my goals for 2024 is to leave these intrusive thoughts in the past, to leave these thoughts that try to come in and torment in the past and to walk in the grace and the boldness of who I am and whose I am in Christ. When I was praying um, in the new year, it like it was like 12 and one, my stepdaughter texted me. After she texted me, I got up and started praying. So if I ignored any of your texts that you sent at midnight, I was talking to God. So I love y'all. <laughs> I'll text you back today. But um, as I was praying, I heard God say, I am bringing up a generation. I'm bringing up a, a group. I'm bringing up a people. I'm bringing up my sons and daughters that are humble in heart, but bold in spirit. And it was Adam. And I felt it so in my spirit. He said, no, we're about to be bold in spirit. Therefore, there's people that we admire that we may look up to. And God's going to take them off those pedestals and say, no, this person who just got saved 
on a street is about to be bold in spirit, is about to go in on the enemy, and is about to save souls because he's looking for that. And he made me think about the disciples. And when they went in after Acts, so they were going to before Acts and after Acts, couldn't nobody tell them nothing. After they seen the resurrected Christ, couldn't nobody tell them nothing. It didn't matter what. God said, we're about to be in a season like that. We're about to be so bold, it's going to remind people of Acts. It's going to remind people of the Peter that said, absolutely not in his shadow. The shadow of Peter was so emboldened with the Holy Spirit that when he was walking through, his shadow was making people fall out. He said, we're about to enter a season of boldness like never before because God is preparing us. We can't forget he's coming back. And he's preparing us to go out and save souls. Save souls is what we're going to be doing all. So that's what I'm going to do all 2024. Listen, after what the devil tried to do to me in 2023, I'm telling y'all, he about to be mad because I'm going in and making sure everyone knows about Jesus. Whether it's through this podcast, whether it's through events, whether it's through the new YouTube channel I'm about to put up, we about to go in because the whole point of it is to make sure that people know the good news of Jesus so that way we can rejoice with them for eternity in heaven. And that's what we need to think of. And um, as I'm setting forth goals, I really want to talk about and really want to set forth goals of what can I give God this year? You know, a lot of the ending of my last year was what God can give me and what he has brought me from, what he has delivered me through and the heartache and the things that he has healed me from. Now I want to say, God, what can I give you? And I challenge you to go into this year asking that. What can I give God this year? Can I give him more in tithes? Can I give him more in Bible study? Can I give him more of me? Can I disciple to people more? Can I become a better disciple? Can I do dot, dot, dot? Can I create my own podcast? Can I do a accountability group with my friends where we read the Bible every day and we check in? What is it that we can give God more? Because there's a Bible verse that I really want to, let me see if I can find it, y'all. I'm always journaling, so I'm looking through my journal. But basically, what the Bible verse talks about is that um, the more that we give out, the more God is able to give to us. The more we're able to pour out, the more he is able to pour in. Um, and I'm paraphrasing it, <laughs> but that's what it is, like, He's saying like, hey, if you can give me more, I can give you more. And we get back what we give. So it's measured upon us what we give to him. You know what I mean? And what we give out. So if I'm saying here, God, I can only give this $20. Okay, it's not that God isn't grateful for the 20 that you give and the 20% that you give or the 5% that you give, but you're getting 5% back. But if I'm saying, God, here's 80% of whatever it is I'm going to give, Here's 80% back because if you pour out 80, guess what? He has to pour back 80 in you. That's as simple as it is. If I have a cup and it's filled with water and I pour out half of it, that means there's half left for God to fill back up. If it's only 5% that I pour out, then he only could fill it up 5%. And so I wanted to kind of um, challenge you to think about that as we enter this new year. What can you give God? What can we give him that either we are given already and we're going to give more of or that we haven't given anything at all? And we're saying, God, I just want to start here. Start somewhere. You know what I mean? God is so gracious and he's so merciful and he just has such these open arms that he's saying, 
whatever it is, my arms are open, just come and give to me. And he will literally start to lead you. He will direct your paths. He will start to frame your mindset. He will frame your words. Whatever it is that you want to give, whatever it is that you want to do in 2024, that's for God, do it. We no longer cater. We no longer cower. We no longer even claim fear. We no longer cater, cower, or claim fear. So fear is stepping in. It is not of God. There's a difference. When the Bible talks about the fear of God, it is a reverence for God. A reverence means it's an awe. It's like if you have a parent and you know that I did something that my mom's going to be mad about or my dad's going to be mad about, but I don't want her to be mad because I honor her, because I love her and I respect her. Therefore, when she's mad, it's going to make me feel bad. You know what I mean? If she's mad about me, if my dad's mad about me, if my father's mad, that's something I did. It doesn't make me feel good because I reverence them. I reverence what they think of me. I reverence how they love me and I love them back. That's the fear of God. This other fear that comes in that stops us in our tracks, that doesn't allow us to jump further, that doesn't allow us to go into our purpose, that is fear that's given from the enemy. And the Bible says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I am one to believe if you're walking in a path and you're walking in a purpose and God has called you to do something and all of a sudden you feel this immense fear, not reverence fear, but fear of doing it, that's the enemy trying to stop you in your tracks because you're walking on the right path. God is directing you. It's kind of like God directing us on the yellow brick road and he's saying, come on, Lachelle, I got you, I got you, I got you. And all of a sudden those little gremlin things <laughs> from the Wizard of Oz come in and I'm more concerned about that when I have the power of the almighty God directing me. He can snap his finger and those gremlin things have to disappear. He can look. He could just, uh-uh, and they have to go. At his name, they have to go. But we get so scared of the gremlin that we don't even understand that the one directing us is so powerful that all we have to do is keep walking. And guess what? The gremlin has to move out of the way and bow down because we're following the most high. This is how powerful it is to understand that we cannot allow fear to stop us in our tracks in 2024. Do what God says to do. Be who God says you are. Walk how God says to walk. I'm telling you, it's such a, a feeling that I have that God's saying this next season can be your best season when you just trust and believe in me. So those of you that are struggling in this season and you're struggling in 2023, you're like, God, I don't hear you. God, I don't know where you are. God, what am I supposed to do? Just keep walking. The Bible says trust in the Lord with all your might and lean on, on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in everything you do in all your ways, and he will direct your paths, direct your paths. So I want you to focus on that. I also want you to focus on um, the two words that God gave me this morning as I was writing my letter, and it said all things, all A-L-L things. And I said, okay, God, if I'm feeling this way, God said, no, because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All things are possible with God. All things work together for those who love the Lord. God is saying all. He's not saying some. All things. So as we enter into 2024, whatever your goals are, make sure you align them with the word of God, align them with God's purpose, align them with who God says, and all things are possible. 
it seems like it's so simple that God tells us this, but we allow everything else, our flesh to get in the way, rejection to get in the way, distractions to get in the way. That's why we're going to be more God-tracted this year, not distracted this year. We're going to be more God-tracted this year and not distracted this year. We're going to be focusing more on God. We're going to focus on the distractions that keep us bound. There is no more bondage when you focus on God. There just isn't. God, break the chains that are keeping me bound to this person, to this thought, to this job, to this dot, 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 whatever it is that's keeping you bound. I challenge you to enter 2024 and just say, God, break these chains. I don't want them anymore. God, I I know that you said that you promised me that all things work together for those that love the Lord. Therefore, when these chains are broken, I know that it's going to work out even when I don't see it, even when I don't understand it, even when I don't feel it. Feelings aren't facts, but the fact of the matter is we serve a high and mighty God. We serve a God that will never let you down. And we serve a God that says, I will direct your paths. And I had to think about that, that he said, I will direct your paths, not trust in me and direct your own path. Trust in me and I will direct your path. That means he's directing us on that yellow brick road. The gremlins have to move. No matter where he takes us, all we have to do is follow him. Get into alignment and start following what God told you to do. Get into alignment and listen to what he's saying and humble your heart so you can be humble in heart and bold in spirit. Because guess what? As we start to follow, guess what happens? We bring others with us. So I'm walking on this yellow brick road and -and so-and-so is over on the pink brick road and they see me following God and they're like, oh man, what's going on with her? Last year she was down and out, but this year she killing it. This year, there's a a confidence about her that makes him want to know more. And I'm going to say, come on a yellow brick road. We good. God's over here showing me what to do. I don't got to go on a pink road no more. I don't got to go on the the whatever blue road no more. I just got to follow God and allow him to lead and allow him to, to determine for me what's right and what's wrong. And me saying, okay, God, if you say left, we going left. If you say right, we going right. If you say stand, I'm going to stand. And that is the main goal for me for 2024, following God and allowing him to direct my paths, understanding that all things work together for those that love the Lord, trusting in God, understanding that I can do all things through God who gives me strength. It ain't my strength, it's his and understanding that all things are possible. I feel like when we can understand that, the goals we have set, the purpose we have set, the boldness that we want is going to come into fruition. It just is, y'all. And that is having boldness and faith. It says if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, the mustard seed is the smallest seed ever, but it brings forth the largest tree. Look it up. Google what a mustard seed looks like and Google what it grows. If we have faith that small and the end of this year, there's a lot of great things that happened to me and I thank God for it. And I look back and every single time my faith was unwavering. I just got to a point where I said, I'm going to just stand and I'm just going to insist and I'm just going to go forth and I'm just going to thank you, God, even through the pain. And he just continuously shows up. And I just want to tell you, if you haven't had that season yet, and you're entering into a season where you have to stand on God's word, you just have to stand on worship, you just have to stand on God, 
he is going to show up over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and last, one of the things that I wanted to share for share with you um, is a couple books that I'm reading that I think will be great for you. It's one's called the Bible Promise Book, 1,000 Promises from God's Word. I have the New Life version. I got it on Amazon. It came the next day. It's a tiny book, um, but every day I wake up and just open it up to a new promise of God, and I'm going to stand on that promise throughout the day. So it's the um, God's Promise book. Another thing that I did at the end of, and I spoke about it in another podcast, but at the end of 2023, I did the Year of the Bride fast with Tiffany Montgomery. It's a 25-day fast, um, and it was amazing. And there's a lot of books and resources that I'm reading based off of that fast. There's one called Deliverance from, um, I think it's Curses. Yes, it's Deliverance from Covenants and Curses or something like that. I'll put it in a note to the podcast. Um, That one was really good. There's, oh man, there's so many that she talks about that I feel like if you're interested in understanding more about that fast, please look it up. We just woke up the year of the bride. Tiffany Montgomery um, on YouTube. There's a whole playlist and it was life changing for me. Um, And it literally allowed me to be free from a lot of things. So if you're interested in entering this new year with a fast, with prayer and things like that, please do that. Um, I am going to reinvigorate my God Stractive Facebook group. So if you're interested in being part of an accountability group where we are going to talk about Bible verses, where I'm going to go live in there, where I'm going to really start pushing forth God's purpose for this ministry, please look that up. I will put the link in the description box to that as long as um, I'm able to (laughs) with Spotify. And please start to share this podcast if it has touched you in any way. I challenge you, share it to five friends. Please listen to this. And so those five friends can share it with five friends because I want to make sure that we are getting the word of God out there. I told you I'm on a mission to save souls and I'm on a mission that people get to hear the word of God. And if it fires you up and it gets you ready to go, share it, share it, share it, y'all. Let's get this out here. That could be the one thing that you do for God is to say, listen to this, because we're all about John 3.16 where for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not die, but have everlasting life. And that's what I'm hoping for everyone that hears this podcast, whose ears get to have the ability to get to the end of this, to get to the beginning of it, to hear the other podcasts, that we are giving you the ability to get to know Jesus, that you are going to be saved, that we are going to celebrate together in heaven for now and eternity. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great 2024. I hope that your first 30 days will be God-tracted and God-transforming. And remember that this year we are going to learn how to be bold in the spirit like never before. Love you guys. And I pray for you as you pray for me. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. I'm back real fast because I found the books. And so... If you are just interested in um, reading these books, these are the ones that I've learned from or learned about during the um, Year of the Broadcast. But if you're interested in them, Words by Kenneth Hagen, um, Deliverance from Demonic Covenants and Curses by Reverend James A. Solomon, 
Unbroken Curses by Rebecca Brown, Setting the Captives Free by Bev Tucker, and Reverse the Curse by Annette Katz. And these books go in and they go in hard. Um, but why not? We're bolder in spirit in 2024, right? So I just want to leave you with that. So um, love you guys. Bye.